0: What's up, everybody? Got a cool one today. So, I had a cancellation on one of these. It was supposed to be episode seven, and they had some stuff, some serious stuff come up with their child. So, we're going to reschedule that one. And then, out of the blue, somebody messaged me and asked if uh, they could jump on the phone call with me. And I said, Look, if you can do a YouTube video, I literally have an opening right now. We can go. So, we're going to bring on Colin. He said in his message, and this is all the information that I have that. He started his bounce house business recently, and it appeared from his profile, like listed under his profile, that he has another event rental business too, but he just started his bounce house rental company, and he's running into some problems, and my expertise could come in handy. So we're about to bring Colin on and get this show started. So this will be episode number seven. If you're new or a returning viewer, please subscribe. I can't say that enough because... 20% Twenty percent of people that watch this is subscribed. The other eighty percent are unsubscribed, and that number kind of throws me off. It kind of makes it wild for me. So please subscribe. Hit the bell if you really love me. For those of you listening on the podcast, please subscribe to the podcast. If you have like one to two minutes of your day, go leave a review. Give me some stars. Type a little review. Let us let the world know what you think of the podcast. That means the world to me because it helps grow the podcast and spread the word. But anyways. Let's keep this one nice and tight. Let's get into Colin. So let's pop him on the screen here.
1: There we right go. On.
0: Right on, man. What's going on?
1: Hey. Um, so first thing, I want to address the elephant in the room. Um, right. My uh, business name is very similar to yours. And I did not wow. realize there that until uh, later. There you go. Oh, so, uh, there you go. Woo! Yeah. Um but uh, we're in completely different locations. So
0: that's totally cool. I'm not, uh, I'm not worried. There will maybe come a time and place later down, the, down the line where I've got to worry about trademark and all that. But as of right now, you know what I mean? I'm fine. So um, yeah. So you have some impeccable timing, dude. I was literally supposed to be on one of these um, with actually two. It's a, it's a company that was co-owned by two women. And uh, one of them, I don't know what happened. I just got a picture of the kid had massive stitches in the back of their head. So they had to reschedule. And then you, you sent me that DM and I was like, bro, let's go. Let's not waste this day. So let's jump on here.
1: Cool, man. Yeah. So I'm having issues, uh, with a couple things here. Um, I switched over to, um, I-O. I was using square invoicing. Um, cause that's what we used for our escape rooms for years. Um, And I'm having a little bit of an issue with like setting it up and I've worked with like their team, Um, but I guess like this isn't so much an I/O question, but uh, I'm trying to figure out, is there a way that you can, um, sorry, I'm going to call, is there a way you can set up um, that the software will know when you, like when the bookings are? So for example, if I have someone that books at like 12 o'clock, right, um, that's like the actual time for the booking. Is there a way that if I have like additional bookings that day, it knows to automatically stagger the drop off times? And if not, what do people usually do to stagger those drop off times? So the customer isn't like, oh, hey, we thought it was going to be, you know, at 1050 or 1040. Right. Um, like, how do you communicate that? Like, what's the best like plan? Because up until now, I've only had like one at a time. But this weekend, I, I was 80% booked. So
0: that's good. That's a good
1: problem to have. Right. So. um I have, we have,
0: basically we have like our biggest weekend that we've had all year coming up this weekend and the timing is good because it kind of gets, it's going kind to of get us ready for Easter and the flow for Easter. Um, but so what I do is I let, and, and I don't know the answer to your first question where you can, you know, restrict the person from booking at 12 multiple times. Um, Cause the way I got around it or, or that I do get around it is. I set the drop-off times for basically what's going to be convenient for us. And so do you use the the drop-off planner, the route planner that's in IO?
1: I'm having a rough time figuring it out. Like I can see on the map that it like, it shows you like the locations it's supposed to like drop off at. Um, but I don't really, I can't really figure out how to get it like further than that. Okay.
0: So let me see if I can share my screen. I'm uh I'm pretty technologically savvy, but I'm also busy, so I don't play with this stuff much. But I know I can share my screen. Let me
1: Do you see. allow for? I'm sorry. Oh yeah,
0: you're, you're good. You're good. Go ahead.
1: Do you allow for um, people to book like, like completely through your website, like yeah. automatically?
0: Yeah, yeah. Everybody books automatically through the website. Cool. Okay. So this is going to work good, dude. Now I'm stoked. Okay. So I've got this set up for, let me get to, so this is for tomorrow. So let me get to Saturday and mine's already auto-loaded for Saturday. So this is what mine looks like for Saturday. Okay. Now I'll explain through this. Um, oh, let me do this. I'm going, to, I'm going to take a screenshot of this real fast, just so I know it, because this took me... This one was a doozy. This one took me a while to get that right. <clears throat> but then for the sake of this video, what I'll do is reset that bad boy. And so then this is what our weekend looks like coming up. Okay. So these are, this side is your um, setup. So this is everything that's a drop off and then this is everything that's a pickup. And so what I do is I'm gonna come in here and hit this auto load button. And this is gonna be perfect because this is gonna auto load so jacked up because were so busy it like couldn't figure out how to do this and i had to practically do it manually so here's here's what it spits out right so i've got two people that are not even getting slides period a third vehicle we only have two trucks i can run a third i have access to a third trailer but we don't need to run three as you saw okay so let me get back over here, over here. i'm gonna open this up drag us Oh, it's not going to let me drag it to this other side. Hold on. Bear with me. Don't criticize my messy my messy desktop. Trust me, I know what's going on. <laughs> it
1: might sound Okay. Okay,
0: <laughs> yeah, here we go. So basically what, it, what it's doing is these times, and I've literally never seen this happen until today, these times for Saturday are so close and so tight and so jacked up, uh, my assumption is that – it couldn't figure. the software couldn't figure out how to do this and so what i do is then i come up here and you're looking at the google map all right i always zoom in and then this gives you a better snapshot so we have one way the hell up here but then everything else is concentrated here which is the norm okay and our warehouse is like right here right right by this number seven is where the warehouse is or the storage units and so then what i do is i come in here and I'm gonna cheat. I'm looking at the other picture I just took a screenshot of. But then I just drag these around and get them where they need to be so I can. I don't know why this is scrolled over there. We go. So I can make this whole day happen properly. Okay, and so I'm gonna do gotcha. that. So this is an event with two slides and then we go to Jonathan yeah and when I do this you know I'm just looking I start scrolling these around right and you'll notice when I pick it up to drag it that pink line right there is saying that's where you need to start setting up in order to make it in time so your inflatable is set up in time for the rental okay
1: auto calculating um, travel times in between those locations
0: yes so you see how okay. long this one is? It's because this yeah. drive is longer. If I drag that out of there, it shrinks because this drive is shorter. So sure. Okay. Yeah. So it knows. And so then what I do is I come back up here and start looking at the map. And a logical route for truck one is seven, five, four, ten, nine. You know. And then a logical route for the other truck would be leave the warehouse, which is here. Go to the way the hell up to Folsom to eight. Then we'll come down. One is actually a Friday rental that's a two-day rental, so that's not a drop-off. but Then hit six, you know, six, three, and nine or something. But because of the times that these people have on their bookings, we can't do that. So then that's when I start dinking with everything. And So let me get this finished, and I'll show you kind of how I do it to this person. Right, so this is a good opportunity to show you this. So Katie Jensen, uh, she's a regular client. She's rented, I think, two other times from us or at least two other times I've dropped off something at her house. Um, And you click this and it says she rented the slide from 7.15 to 7.15. That's a weird time to rent. But that being said, anytime somebody rents over six hours, which that's 12, they are paying extra money for that longer booking because it's harder to get it there. So 99% of the time, I just set it up to get it there at 7.15. Um, I almost texted her to ask her, hey, are you cool if we come a little later? But then I was able to work it all out. So if you notice, right, that pink line's right there. So that says, in order for us to have her castle set up by 7.15, we have to show up at 6.30 a.m. But the off chance that she wants us to be done setting up at 7.15 I've noticed that most people want you to start setting up at 7.15, right? So I put, yep, us sure. getting there, I put us getting there at seven, and this'll be truck two, so this is gonna be Jacob. It's not gonna take Jacob 45 minutes to set this slide up because I know the house, I know the layout. He'll be able to go through this. This'll take him 30 tops, right? So I know he's gonna be quicker than this. And then we go, let's see, and then I'm looking at my picture. So then I put it up to go here. Then this is another one where I kind of cheated. Oh, I think, okay. So this is another one where I kind of cheated, Jonathan and then Alex. Yeah, where this one is kind of the same deal where uh, we're gonna be done setting up, quote unquote, by nine forty-five, except for it'll really and and they wanted nine a.m. But I know Jacob's going to beat this time. I know he'll match this time. And I know it will be faster than this. So he'll probably be done with that by 9.15-ish. But either way, you know, so that means we'd be there by, like, 8.45 or 8.30. But worst case scenario, we'll, we'll be there at 9 instead of set it up
1: for 9. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, I feel like a lot of my customers so far, they have, like, a hard expectation of, like, we want you here at this time. Um, and, I mean how do you, like, I guess, inform the customer, like, hey, we need, like, more of, like, a delivery window and we'll get with you, like, about the actually drop-off time?
0: Yeah, I mean, you could put it in your contract. Obviously, not everybody reads that contract, but I've been surprised since I got with IO how many people actually do. But you could put in there, you know, we start our drop-offs at 7 on Saturdays and we end them at 12. If you need an early morning drop-off, please let us know. But you'll be in that window somewhere, you know, just to kind of set that expectation for them. Um, But I'm a people person, so I would rather just call them, you know what I mean? Call them or text them. A lot of people like text if it's a short thing. Hey, instead of us getting there at 9, can we get there at 930, whatever, you know, that's a short, good text. If it's a longer conversation, I just call them. Okay. But then then that sets it up, you know what I mean, to where um, you're going to have... So all these drop-offs should be fine. I'm going to reach out, like like I told you, for Katie. I'm not going to call her and tell her, hey, sorry, we're going to be at 7.45 a.m. We're cool. We're going with that. Um, I will probably – I have a good relationship with Colin. He's run it quite a few times. So I'll just text him. Um, And then this – I've been emailing with the representative of this company. And so I'm just going to email her and say, hey, we're going to be there at this time. Is that cool? And 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 then with Alex, i have gotta figure out what to do with Alex because I don't know this person and I haven't had any conversation. They want it at 9 a.m. to six p. Be- i'm like, dude, that's a long nine to six, that's a long freaking rental. So I'm sure they won't mind, but um the other thing that I do, so <clears throat> these are all based off of how long you tell Io the setup time is for. And then but I have so if I go over here. Let me get into. If I go over here, I have my drop schedule that, and this this is shared with um, everybody that works at the jump off. This is shared with them, and this is last week's. But I set up. Let me. Uh, let me do this real fast. Let's still looking. Delete those so you can't see people's stuff. (laughs) Okay, so then what I do is I take this route from IO and then I input it into this, but I put the times that I know it's going to take us. And so the reason I say that is this first setup is Big Kahuna combo with tables and chairs. I'm going to have one of my most experienced guys in my truck with me because I'm kind of training him to be a driver. And so I know this setup is not going to take 45 minutes. It's going to be like 20. So in here, I'll be a little more generous, but over here where the time is for this drop, I will put in there that's going to take us maybe 30, maybe 25, but I know it's going to be super fast. Um, I just got a brand new Rolls-All dolly that is just right words can't describe how incredible the machine is it has made i'm already fast it has made me so much faster right so then i go through and build what the actual times are going to be and then based off of that is where i communicate with my clients does that answer your question
1: substantially yeah thank you (laughs) um
0: yeah and so it's kind of you know the way i look at it is those times they put in we're shooting for those as much as we can, but it's not a hard fact of a time. Like, I start at 7. That's It's what it is. Those people that are in Madisonville that are close to where we're based, they're getting – one of the ladies texting me today. She said, I don't know if I'll be up at 7.15, so just text me when you're on the way. I was like, that's totally cool. We'll do that.
1: So that's pretty standard then that it's just usually kind of more of like – um like a drop off window compared to like a specific time then
0: yeah we drop it off at the time that's convenient for us and then um when i go through and make the pickups so let me put this back on the screen here so when i go through and make the pickups so this is our saturday evening pickups and then this one jacob had to clean on site because it went out the next day but i don't use the io like i don't i don't use these pickup times that are in here i don't do this We pick them up. We pick them up basically at our leisure, at our convenience, and so. And actually, this this is the first week that I've actually made this decision, but um, based on some feedback that I had from a client, and then also based on kind of the way the competition is around me, I'm the only person around me that does hourly rentals. Everybody else does Friday to Sunday for less money than I charge, and so. This week, or actually, is the first I'm going to kind of experiment with this and test this, but I'm going to move to where we're not going to get anything on Saturday night unless it's rebooked on Sunday. That way, quote unquote, everybody gets overnight for free whenever we can. And so, okay. yeah, and so all these pickups are, you know, like I know for a fact this one, they had that read right until 9 p.m., and I picked it up at you know, almost 10 a.m. on Monday, and they had it until 9 p.m. See, it says right there, 9 p.m. the day before.
1: Nice. Weather would play a fact into that, of course, right?
0: Yeah, if you're getting some crazy storm that's coming through overnight, we will, you know, I'll just tell everybody, um, you know, I try to avoid picking it up early as much as I can. I've done it one time, and literally it was my one bad review I ever got. Yeah, so... But in the case of like, so when Hurricane Ida came through last year at the end of August, I mean, it decimated everything everywhere around us. Every company canceled all their rentals, but us. We sent everything that the people wanted. The storm wasn't coming through till Sunday night, and hurricanes are weird where the day before is always, always beautiful. And so Saturday was incredible weather. We sent, we ended up only sending four, but yeah, we went and picked all four of those up that night just to be sure we had them picked up by Sunday. But but yeah, so if, if something's gonna happen, you know, again it's at our leisure. So a storm's gonna make our lives harder. We're going
1: earlier. And then kind of like I guess is a good transition to my next question. Um so we're by Chicago, um, which is nicknamed the Windy City. Uh and uh, I'm noticed like so this weekend I lost a good portion of my bounce uh bounce house booking because of the win um and uh i'm probably gonna have to cancel a couple more um but uh is that just i'm sorry i'm reading my notes um i guess is that just kind of a loss that you just have to kind of like take or um i've heard yeah. of somebody i guess i'm sorry go ahead Oh, um i heard of somebody talking before about like trying to find like indoor venues um to like recommend to your customers instead and i thought that was a great idea um but like how do you keep those customers uh because it it sounds to me like it's pretty standard that if it's like we're canceling we're going to try to get a reschedule um but if we can't come up with something immediately then we'll just refund you your money
0: yeah i mean so I think- that that's the best way to go about it for sure and and the wind i you know america has just been very windy this year for whatever reason so the wind has kind of been a hot hot subject right in the industry and so some people if if that wind is predicted to get to 15 they freaking cancel everything other people you know go by the recommendation of the unit which is 20 you can. There's people that argue gusts of wind over sustained winds, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right? You. I don't know if you saw the video recently. I want to say it was in Chicago. The bounce house. Right. Nobody. No kids were on it. But there's a ring video of the backyard and the freaking bounce house is going 15 feet in the air, twirling. It's crazy.
1: It was a one of those like uh, private ones, right? It or uh, as the bl-
0: I watched the video multiple times, and as the blower goes by, it's really quick, but it looked like a, like a HW, like it looked like a commercial blower. It looked like a real deal slot, like a real deal bounce house combo, Um, like a modular, like a modular combo. And the the modular one I have that is similar to that is, is substantially heavy. You know what I mean? Um, So when it comes, when it comes to wind, the 15 to 20 mile an hour, um, that's your, that's your cutoff, that's your threshold. And then you got to go with what you're comfortable with. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've literally never canceled a single booking ever in the history of the jump off. That being said, this week we had two days, it was Monday and Wednesday. Uh we were clean my guys were cleaning all the slides and we had to stake them down for them to clean them. If either of those two days were a Saturday, we probably would have had to cancel. Um the Saturday before that or maybe it might have been 2 weeks ago was right I mean it was where like I didn't sleep very well that night. I kept waking up and checking. It was so windy, so windy. The wind had died down. And so I, just, I made the decision to send everything and, you know, just make reiterations to the guys. Stakes got to be vertical all the way in the grass. Don't mess around. If it's super soft, what we'll do is we'll take one of the lashing straps and put it together so it's a giant loop. And then put another, oh. one, another stake off to the corner to try and find firmer ground um, okay. and we had no concrete rentals that day. So we weren't sending any sandbags. So if we would have had any sandbag rentals, I would have told them they're moving to the grass or we can't do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so on, you know, my history, I grew up in retail, in retail sales, mall based retail sales to where you have events, power outages, hurricanes, etc., that close your store. And you just, you have to take an L on that specific day or days, plural. And then next year you have a free day, as we used to call it, where you have a $0 last year. And so for better or worse, it all comes out in the wash eventually. You know, you do lose revenue for that day or that weekend, but it's just not worth the risk of putting kids, you know, in danger for $180 or $200. Um, if you can move them indoors, I think that I, I saw that same post, I think, in, in probably in the Party Rental Knowledge Group, and I thought that was a great idea. How many people are going to have access to one? I don't. I think it's probably very few, but shit, if you can save one, or if you have any that are low, like I have one toddler unit that's really low. It doesn't have a top on it. I mean, and the sides are four and a half, maybe, maybe five feet, but probably not even five feet. It fits in a garage. I've set it up in a garage before, you know, so you could talk them into that unit or if they have that unit, you could put it in a
1: garage. Perfect. Okay. Um, my next question is cash. I get a lot of customers that are requesting to pay cash. Um, probably more than 50%, um, whether that be some of them will put the deposit and like, and like pay like half upfront um but then they'll want to pay the rest in cash and i don't mind as long as they do deposit um but i've i've come into issues where i'll get a cash customer that wants it for the weekend and then as it gets closer to the weekend i haven't heard anything from them uh, and they haven't signed our waiver uh or rental agreement and then uh, the day before they cancel uh and then we just lose out on that weekend uh but i'm kind of hesitant to turn away cash customers because it sometimes works. <laughs> right. I've also found that when people are paying you cash, they tend to give you a little bit more too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to figure out like, is it worth the risk of losing out that like, you know, somebody that's going to pay with credit cards more likely going to stick with it. Um, Cause they feel, you know, there's commitment to it. Whereas somebody that's going to pay cash just feels like, eh, I haven't done anything yet. And I can just, you know, let it go. Yeah.
0: So what we do is anybody that wants to book has to put a $50 deposit on a Credit or debit card. Period. End of story. There, it, um, I haven't. I haven't run into many issues with that, but I have had some. Um, I don't get hardly any bookings through Facebook Marketplace anymore. But I keep all my units on there because Marketplace is free. But I did have one where they were they were going back and forth, and then they were trying to figure out. They like, well, can you hold it till I get paid so I can pay the deposit? I'm like, dude, it's a fifty dollar deposit. Like if you, you know what I'm saying? So not trying to be insensitive to the situation, but I just told her the deposit is there to rent the slide and make sure the the renter is serious about renting it. I don't want anybody just kind of dibsing it. Oh, dibs we'll take it. And then, ah, oh, we changed our minds. We're going to do a barbecue instead. So it's 100% of rentals have to be, or I'd say 99% of rentals have to be deposit on a credit card. There's if I've got a customer that's rented a whole bunch of times for me before, that they just text me, right? Hey, I need a slide on this day. I want the pirate one. Um I have one. Jessica, she does that. And I how she has my personal number, I don't remember, but she'll just text me, I want the tropical one on this Saturday. I literally just go in, click, 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 doom, and then they pay in full when we get there because I know they're not flakes. She's rented freaking 10 times from me probably. You know, awesome. but but anybody else $50 deposit has got to be on a card that's, and, and the booking is not, uh, locked in is not, doesn't move to confirmed in IO until they pay that 50.
1: Okay, cool. Um, and then that pretty much answers like my business, like aspects, like of questions. I do want your opinion though, on, uh, something that I recently saw at a trade show. Um, so I'm pretty involved in like the haunted houses in our areas, um, our, uh, our business actually does like the whole midway for a haunted house in Chicago. Oh. Um, and I saw this thing called jelly ball, which I'm sure you've heard of. Yep. Uh, and I, I there's two different vendors there. Um, I definitely have an opinion on which one's better. Um, but uh, I saw a post recently on the, uh, the Facebook page for the part or party rental group. Uh, and somebody was struggling with trying to get their jelly ball business um, uh, up so have you heard uh about other people doing jellyball um and if so like how's it been for them um i know my concern with it is you could go to walmart and essentially buy these no different than the airsoft gun um so there's not really that like commercial and great aspect to it where it's going to be more reliable or any really different uh, especially after testing these guns uh i think jellyball in particular that brand is the better brand and does uh seem to be a little bit stronger than one of the other brands i saw um and then i did speak with one of their the owners of the convention and they told me that they try to market more towards like uh, party rentals and rental businesses uh rather than like retail um so i just okay. want your your two cents on this one
0: for sure and i i, yeah, I do know what Jelly Ball is, I know about it. I've never looked into offering it. There used to be somebody in one of those groups that was like the Jelly Ball King and was just anytime anybody would post a question about thinking about adding tables and chairs, what do you guys think? He'd be in there. No, don't do it. Do Jelly Ball. Um, so, But I, it's not something I've ever looked into deeply. So I would say you're definitely more educated on it than I am from an aspect um, of an add-on to your business my my belief is whether it's a phone machine tables and chairs a popcorn machine jelly ball nerf gaming trailer whatever the more effort you're going to put into it or the more you believe that it's going to be successful the more success you're going to have if you just treat it like a turnkey add-on that's let me do jelly ball it's going to print money i don't even have to do anything i've already got all these clients it's always going to fizzle and so it sounds like you've done your research. Um, and then from an aspect of it, you can buy it at Walmart. Um, I did, actually did not know that. But the thing that popped in my head as soon as you said that is that's a pain in the ass for the customer or the parent, I guess you could say, to go buy, right? They got to do all the research you just did for mm-hmm. one party, And they got to go buy all that stuff. And that I don't see that as a realistic option. Put it this way. Like, so we got a pool built on our backyard, right? And so the equipment jacks up the lawn and everything. So my buddy, my good buddy works for a company that does stormwater. And so he knows all about fixing jacked up, um, jacked up yards. So I had him come over and he starts talking in language. I don't know, right? Cause he's talking fast, but immediately I realized this is not a Nick can do it in a day job, a couple hours job. He's talking He's going to get one of his guys that works for me to co- or for him to come and do it as a side job for me and telling me he's going to probably charge me 500 bucks and it'll take him four hours. I'm like, holy shit, it's going to take a professional four hours, right? And I still have to rent a skid steer for this guy. I'm like, yeah, I want no part of this as a DIY standpoint. Send your dude. I'll pay the money. It's just not worth my time to spend God knows how many days to do it wrong how many times and go back to Home Depot and who knows. I would rather spend the money to get John's guy that I know could do it in four hours, boom, to be done with it. A jelly ball, if you can market it properly and get clients, I don't think you have a worry of the Walmart because, I mean, you need like the ultimate Pinterest mom to be able to pull off a dope jelly ball party. (laughs) You know what I'm saying?
1: what's this though? (laughs)
0: it's true true. but they weren't going to rent from you no matter what you had anyway you know that (laughs) that picture's mom is making the dope cake not going to a bakery making all the dope you know decorations she makes her own balloon arch she's not paying the balloon arch lady she's doing everything you know what i mean so besides something like a bounce house that you only get if you hire somebody yeah so if, if if you're dead set on it I wouldn't worry about the Walmart aspect of it. I would worry more about uh, the marketing aspect of it, whether, you know, I mean, you're in Chicago, there's that market. So enormous, you could, you could rent out anything in Chicago and be successful because there's, you know, so huge. Um, But, but I think you'd be fine if you put your hundred percent into it. I
1: appreciate that. Yeah. It's um, I don't know. It looked interesting and I know there's like, different ways that it would like help us with like our midway games. Cause there's different like shooting games you can do with it. Mm-hmm. But, um, Oh, I've so, seen those.
0: Those are cool. Yeah. Those are
1: cool. Yeah. Uh, and then, so this, I guess would be more of a question for like people like more starting out. Um, but, uh, I remember I actually reached out to you when I was at IAPA, uh, and I was asking you about jump orange. Okay. Um, and I ended up buying a unit from them. Uh, I bought uh, their Arta combo. And since I've that unit has come in, it's been my number one renter. Like every day that, like, or every weekend, we've had bookings for it. Um, in fact, we've had more bookings for that than any other unit. Um, and I kind of split up like what you recommended because you recommended um, purchasing uh, used if you can, because you can save a lot of money. And I definitely did um now they all have like got uh, issues with them but I, I found a guy that was pretty good at repairing them um and so they're they're in really good shape now but uh it still seems like that new jump orange unit is just like killing it in regards to the rentals i even raised the price on it um so yeah i i don't know is there like just something switching in the market, like are people just wanting these like newer like marbled colors compared to like the rainbow like traditional like um uh, red, yellow, and blue kinda
0: yeah i mean as as the industry has changed and and just evolved from as long as it's a bounce house with a slide and a basketball hoop inside, we don't give a rip whats on it to you know and and this is kind of my theory, but as the big dogs got real big and and you have the littler people that start to branch out and go make a name for themselves they've got to do something right and so that pushes the envelope to where you've got these designs my my experience is the same anything i have that's plain jane or or primary colors is fine anything i have that's tropical does better it might be because of my climate i don't know but tropical stuff does good and then last year I bought on a whim, I bought um, a brand new HEC slide, tiki pl- 18 foot Tiki plunge. And the same thing. I mean, it just was bananas. I had it rented Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at three different locations, multiple, you know, I'm talking 900 bucks a weekend. This slide's making it crushed everything out of the blue. And so I don't know. I mean, that's good news because I have a, I just got a brand-new Jump Orange unit, too, and it goes out for its first – it's a tall – it's a 19-foot slide. So it goes out for its first rental this weekend, so I'm hoping it's hoping it's fire just like yours. But um, one thing – so how many units do you guys have?
1: We have six, but one I'm getting rid of. I bought it blind. It was snowing the day, so we couldn't get it open. And then when I got it open, it was it was in horrible shape, so I'm like, no. You got it. <laughs> I need to get rid of this. <laughs> okay, So
0: at six – um, I, you're, you're probably doing the right thing where you're going to buy a jump orange unit. Uh, you know, now you're probably going to go buy one or two jump orange combos next year, right? Because you know, the history of that one, um, then you're going to go buy an easy slide an HEC slide spacewalk, like whatever you're going to dabble. That's, that's what I've been doing. I've, I've got one from pretty much every manufacturer now, except I don't have a bounce water. Um, that's the only one I don't have, but I've got at least one from, you know, all the big major names. Right. Um, and so then this season, and I'm at 30 units, okay? So as this season goes through, um, IO does a great job of keeping track of whatever slide makes. So I don't have to worry about my spreadsheet anymore and all that. But uh, so then come end of the season, we'll see. I'm, I'm just kind of waiting for the market to kind of normalize too, because everything's just bonkers right now. with Low inventories and high prices. But um, So going into next year, I'm going to start buying multiples. What that means is, I'll have a great beat on what brand, what style, et cetera, is going to do the best. So then next year, I'm not going to go buy one or two. I'm going to buy three purple, 18-foot purple crushes. I'm going to buy three, you know, jump orange. Like the jump orange I have is a 19-foot titanium. So it's like next year, I'll buy three of those. So you start buying a little bit narrower. Your, Your depth comes in. The same unit multiple times so that way when you have a hot unit like you have you have three i mean imagine if you had three of those things
1: that'd be odd awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah and so uh there's people that buy multiples that are much smaller than me they start buying multiples you know four five six seven eight nine ten units um it's just not something i've i've always just wanted to be diverse um it's just i, don't know, I guess it's my personality but Next year, I'll I'll go deep where it's like, you know, if Tiki Plunge does the same thing this year that it does next year, I, I may go buy another one going into this year because it did so freaking good. So I'll have two. We'll see. But um, instead of buying another one of those, I bought an uh, 18-foot purple hurricane, right? We're by, right by LSU. Freaking purple is a big deal. Yeah. yeah but, uh, yeah, just keep tabs on it. And then uh, once you notice – whatever theme, that tropical theme or, or whatever theme starts doing well in your area you kind of know, Ooh, you know, you'll be gravit. you'll go shopping and be gravitated towards it. Anyway, they'll show you something and, and you don't have Tiki or you don't have a, yeah.
1: Cool. And then, um, so my, I, I actually have, while we were talking, I have, have another question. Um, I need to get a trailer. So right now I just have Ford F-150. Um, I have numerous trailers for my uh, escape room business, my axe throwing business and all that. Um, we've never had to worry about weight carrying, though, for those trailers, because everything we've built in it has been pretty light, right? Oh, yeah. um, I've noticed the prices on trailers have skyrocketed. Um, I bought an enclosed cargo trailer that was 18 foot um, and eight and a half feet wide and eight feet tall uh, for $3,700 about four years ago. That same trailer now is about (laughs) 16,000. So, um, and that's just with like the pure basic, like, um, chassis and like the, the lowest weight class it could be, which I don't even think would work for the bounce houses. So I'm curious, where do people look for their trailers, um, in the industry? Um, I've seen that a lot of people are using those more like garden like style kind of utility trailers, um, compared to enclosed. I would definitely prefer enclosed, but. You know whatever I can afford right now will be better than nothing
0: yeah for sure so I so my two trailers um I had custom built um by a guy he's up in Mississippi and he builds trailers and same thing my my red 14 foot trailer um that again he literally built for me was like $1,550 when I got it built in you know I probably ordered it in like May 2020 now that same trailer is over double the price like yeah. what it's just crazy And so i actually um i hate my trailers because i got them too narrow i didn't i just miscalculated how wide i needed them and and so i have they're six feet wide which is fine for combos and bounce houses but as soon as you get a slide on there you can't get two slides next to each other you have to offset them and it's a it's a pain but it's like trailers have gone skyrocketed in price like you said so i'm like whatever dude i'm just rocking with six foot wide trailers no biggie um i'm a huge fan of the utility trailer I had, this is a very long story, but I had a 14-foot cargo trailer for about, it might have been two weeks. I always say it was a week just for the sake of the story. but um, And I was using it for deliveries. There was conveniences to it. Your cords hang in there. Like, I put a thingy on the wall that hold the hammer, like whatever. Um, and then I could lock the door and have a dirty, you know, bounce house in it for two days and not have to worry about unloading it and, and the, going to the storage, whatever, But it was heavier, it was less gas mileage, right? Less aerodynamic, like there's a lot of uh, things. And then the other thing I didn't like about it is if you load the slide in the wrong order, the, the, the trailer in the wrong order, you have to take everything out to get to the front one. With a utility trailer, you know, flip that sucker right over the rail. And so me personally, I'm a big fan of the utility trailer. They're also way, 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 way cheaper than a cargo trailer, right? Um, and so there's not many. I was actually looking, I every now and then I'll type it in the marketplace to see if there's anything out there. Uh, there's near me, there's little to nothing that's decent because the trailer market's just so crazy. Nobody's selling their trailers. Um, from there, I mean, you can get like if you wanted to go quick and easy, like my first trailer, um, I bought from Lowe's, like it was. <laughs> like little teeny skinny wheels like it was one of those mesh the wire mesh trailers yeah Yeah, and it worked good when the when the company was you know your size as soon as it started getting to where you know i needed to fit more more units on it that thing got you know you're taking two or three slides out come back pick up two or three slides it got to be a lot but you know it was cheap you know i got that trailer literally i'm not joking for 600 bucks brand new um this is 2019, but you know that same trailer now i think is 8 or 900 so those those trailers aren't as nasty of a price markup and the cool thing about it is the trailer market right is so hot right now cuz cost of materials is so high you can freaking resell it for almost what you paid for it like yeah. i resold that trailer for more i sold that trailer for 750 bucks about 2 months ago and i bought it for 600 yeah yeah so it's mm-hmm. like
1: that's what we did with our cargo trailer. I was debating, we have multiple like mobile escape room units. Um, and I was debating if I wanted to keep it as a an escape room or if I wanted to convert it for the bounce house business. And uh, I had an offer from somebody that wanted to purchase a mobile escape room. And so we just sold it to them. Um, I didn't realize the this how expensive trailers were at that point though. So I kind of wish I had marked it up a little bit more so I could get myself a replacement we still did well, but it still wasn't what I need to replace it. Right. So,
0: yeah. I mean, but, but, but yeah, if you're uh, like the way I do business is I like my business to pay for my business. Um, We have it aside from the first three units that we bought. Uh, Kind of long story, but aside from those first three units we bought, right. We bought those out of our quote unquote personal checking account. After that, the bounce house business basically has paid for itself all the way up and you know and now it's making a lot of money to where it it's totally in encompassing itself it pays all of its own bills and all of its own expansion but I'd liked to be able to do that from jump like it was a long time ago but I may have bought that trailer from Lowe's you know what I mean right because I didn't have a business account back then so I, like I put it on my personal debit card or whatever um, but but have money coming in from the slides. So if you want to go that route, just get something small and humble to get you by. And and that and that's always been my personality as well as my wife's. If 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 you're not and you want like right, because you know if you're gonna scale this business, you know a six and a half foot by fourteen foot trailer that's a dual axle trailer is going to be yours for 10 years. Just go freaking buy one and just cry once, buy once, you know what I mean? <laughs> and be done with it and then you don't got to freaking worry about it. I, I go the other way where I scale up slowly,
1: but. Cool. Thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're very welcome, man. Any other questions or anything?
1: Um, I'll double check my notes, but I think that really covers a lot of it. Um, cool. Yeah. Um, Do you, oh, let me ask you a question because I've seen some controversy on this. Um, So do you do uh, apartment rentals and then do you also do park rentals? And then what's your takes on that for like newer businesses?
0: So apartments, I've never had one at an apartment. Okay. My gut tells me I would probably do it, but not be too stoked about it. Like I just don't turn customers away. It's just not my, and by the way, I give no shits about the money. Like right i do not do this all for the money i do not whatever like the money is my my scoreboard like i love big weekends i love i'm gonna make x number the dollars this year i'm on pace for this this year but i don't did i wear a jump off shirt and flip flops and right my wife buys the expensive running shorts but you know i mean i wear lululemon shorts but she buys those i'm not right so i don't care about the money it's the humanity of it or 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 the if somebody calls they live in an apartment they want a bounce house, like you're not getting a bounce house as a kid, you're not getting a bounce house at your party when you live in an apartment very often. And so my, for me to be able to say no to that, I just don't, I would, um, that being said, I never had, where I live is very spread out and, uh, Louisiana doesn't have a ton of apartment complexes. So it hasn't been an issue, um, with parks. Yeah, I 100% I do parks. Um, I had one last, I had one at the state park out in Mandeville uh, last weekend. And then I had a phone call yesterday where they're like, you know, asking me the park says you got to have a million dollar policy and it's gotta be certified in their name. And And I like interrupt the lady. I said, I was there last weekend. I can do it all. Like we're good. Book it, go on the site, book it, put the thing and just let me know. And I'll send the park back over, you know, what they need. Um, cool. I don't understand fully the, apprehension with doing a park rental they're not any harder if you ask me you do got to go get it right so they their parties from 11 to 3 you got to go get the freaking bounce house at 3 or 3 30
1: but that was the concern that i had read was just that aspect of it or that sometimes they may leave early and just leave your unit um unattended
0: i did have a busy weekend last year that was a little bit later in the year but similar to this time uh where i just didn't have another driver um just because you know i haven't hired one yet uh so we went and did everything and we had another actually side job where we were helping somebody move um a junk hauling this little junk hauling side gig i I started up last year that i decided not to scale so i don't do it anymore but and so just because that that junk haul job was in the middle of the day you know we just left the castle deflated at the state park different state park but this left it deflated at the state park for I don't know, maybe two hours, but it was just like no different than anyone's backyard. I don't know. I'll I'll say this though. Around me, a lot of the operators and a lot of the other companies do, um, they do full weekend rentals. So they'll drop off Friday, pick up. Most of them will pick up Sunday or Monday. They do that because for two reasons. Number one, it's easier. You don't have to track things. You don't have to worry about pick up on Saturday night, drop another unit on Sunday, da, 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 right? you make less money, but it's easier. The number two reason they do it, is they're side hustlers. They, they have another job that they're focused on, and then this is their little fun little side gig, right? Passive income, hire some teenagers, whatever you want to call it. Me, I'm obviously different, right? I'm an entrepreneur by heart, and I'm out to dominate the world. Like, that's what I want to do. So I'm going to do it the hard way. A park rental, I suppose, is a little harder. So if you just say no, it makes your life easier. But again, I'm not out for easy and stress stress-free sit in a hammock drinking a Corona while my guys are out working. You know what I mean? I'm in the trenches with them shoulder to shoulder trying to build the biggest business around and then the biggest like I want to be the biggest. I want to dominate everybody like from a loving standpoint, right? But I'm just competitive. I want to win. And so hell, yes, I'm doing park rentals because it's not that hard
1: perfect cool um then yeah you gave me a lot of information here i really do appreciate it uh thank you for being responsive too.
0: (laughs) yeah like i said you you kind of hit the uh you kind of hit the lottery there i had um the one got canceled and so i mean i have stuff to do right and i was doing that stuff but then when you when you dm'd me i was like man i'd way rather jump on and, and help somebody out so it was it was perfect timing.
1: Well, thank you, man. Uh, and, and seriously, I'm sure you'll probably hear from me again. But uh, you gave me a lot of information here that I'm gonna go and uh, start playing around with. I didn't understand that that's how the um, the delivery tracker worked. So that that alone just kind of like blew my mind. I'm like, oh, that's awesome! Like you can do that. Okay. Yeah, and um, it's uh, I it all... and
0: it's about to change. Let me get back into it. I don't know. it's about to change. <laughs> They're updating it. Right, so this is the one piece of inflatable office that's a little antiquated. Um, everything else is slick and awesome. But yeah, I mean, so you know, you can put this over, you know, you can scroll this over, the number, and it shows you um the address, and then um I'm gonna save and then check this out. I don't want to show anybody's address, so I hope it doesn't, but you hit print, and then I always tell it to take that off. And so then here's all the contracts for the whole entire weekend or for the whole entire day. That's all Saturday. And so then what I do is I then print it and I print each one and then we use that in order, right? So I'll put truck one in order, truck two in order. The the customer doesn't need that. They're all signed already, right? As you know, right? They're all electronically signed right there. Boom. So it's just for our our usage, basically. And then what I do when the drops are all over, I get you know I take mine and they go in a pile, and then I take the other trucks and then, and the guys write on there where it says balance due, like one thirty three, whatever. They write how they're paying, right? So they paid a check. I know I just, there'll, there'll be a check um, pin or a paperclip to it. They say cash. There should be cash paperclip to it, or we have a clipboard that closes that the cash goes in sometimes, you know, or they'll say charge card on file. And I know I got to go back into IO, boom, click the button and charge the card. But I used all those contracts. You know, I write what time the drop is all that good stuff. I kind of use those as a tool to where it, to help them out and then help me out, make sure everybody pays their bill and kind of do all the accounting.
1: Yeah, I was actually, when you were speaking, I was thinking about that too. So you touched on that. That's cool.
0: Yeah, and update, the update for that is supposed to be out, I want to say Tim said it was supposed to be out in May, April, April or May, so it'll be out soon. So this, this video will be irrelevant here quickly, but um, but I know there's a lot of people that have asked me for that. And so that's perfect that we just did that because in order to do that on an alone video, I got to, you know, it's a whole video. That's quick and easy, and I can just, boom, send people to that.
1: Exactly. Cool. Well, again, thank you so much, man. And I hope you have a great season. And thank you for all your advice for all of us new people.
0: You're very welcome, man. You're very welcome. You're always welcome to to DM me anytime. I'm always there. I will always answer. I've, now it's not always going to be good punctuation because I'm typing fast these days. I'm getting a lot of them. But I still reply to every single one of them. So
1: it's awesome. Thank you, man.
0: Cool. All right. Thanks, Colin. Take it easy, man.
1: You as well. Have a good day.
0: All right. Later. That was good. That was good. That was good content. I'm very excited about that one. So, anyways, everybody, thank you for watching. Please subscribe. You 80% unsubscribed watchers. Please hit that subscribe button. Those of you on the podcast, do your thing. And then uh I even talk about my Discord group. So I'm gonna throw that at the bottom down there. Discord group. I have a bounce house Ent- entrepreneur Discord group that I started that I'm in all the time. And it kind of crowdsources all the answers that people ask me. Everybody in there has asked me that question before, so it kind of crowdsources my my knowledge, if you will. So jump into that Discord. There's a link in the description for both podcast and YouTube. Jump in there. One-click Discord. It's the future. It's like Facebook without all the drama. Okay, that was a good video. Love you guys. Peace.